If you have your Bibles with you this evening, open, open them up to the book of Ezekiel. We'll start with chapter 18. I'll be reading verses 1 through 9 in the King James Version to kick off our monthly prayer service. The word of the Lord came unto me again, saying, What mean ye that ye use this proverb concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, saith the Lord God, ye shall not have occasion any more to use this proverb in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. But if a man be just, and do that which is lawful and right, and hath not eaten upon the mountains, neither have lifted up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, neither hath defiled his neighbor's wife, neither hath come near to a menstruous woman, and hath not oppressed any, but hath restored to the debtor his pledge, hath spoiled none by violence, hath given his bread to the hungry, and hath, hath covered the naked with a garment. He that hath not given forth upon usury, neither hath taken any increase, that hath withdrawn his hand from iniquity, hath executed true judgment between man and man, hath walked in my statues, and hath kept my judgments. To deal truly, he is just, he shall surely live, saith the Lord God. My reading will be from Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 19 through 24. Yet you say, why should the son not bear the guilt of the father? Because the son has done what is lawful and right, and has kept all my statutes and observed them. He shall surely live. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not bear the guilt of the father, nor the father bear the guilt of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. But if a wicked man turns from all his sins, which he has committed, keeps all of my statutes, and does what is lawful and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the transgressions which he has committed shall be remembered against him, because all of the righteousness, because of the righteousness which he has done, he shall live. Do I have any pleasure at all that the wicked shall die? Says the Lord God. And not that he should turn from his ways and live. But when a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and does according does according to all the uh, I'm sorry, abominations that the wicked man does, shall he live? All the right, all the righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered, because of the unfaithfulness of which he is guilty, and the sin which he has committed, because of them he shall die. I'll be reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verses 18 through 23. <clears throat> and unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, 
and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works in charity and service and faith, and thy patience and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou hast suffered that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her in great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Pray with me, please. Almighty God and Father in heaven, we come to you in prayer thanking you for who you are, thanking you for what you have done, thanking you for what you will do, understanding from your word that you have created for us. We know who you are and that you are the God, our creator, our sustainer of life, and our hope for eternal life with you. Heavenly Father, through your word, we know that your glory includes your power, power to have created this world, have created the empirical realm that we live in, have created us for your pleasure. Heavenly Father, we know that your glory has also includes your knowledge, knowledge about everything, understanding that you know everything, what has happened in the past and what will happen in the future, knowing all of the intricacies of all the scientific elements that you have created, but yet also knowing who we are, what we are, knowing our thoughts and the intents of our heart. Heavenly Father, we also know that your glory includes your presence, that you are everywhere. There is no nook nor cranny that uh, is not without your presence except that eternal hell that you have promised us does exist. Heavenly Father, you deserve our honor because you are who you are. You are well above anything that we consider mankind to be. Through that honor, you have the authority over us. We understand that through your word. Understanding that that authority includes your ownership of us. Asking us to do what you will, not what we will. Heavenly Father, part of that glory also includes your understanding and your mercy. That's proven by your creating a plan before you even created us. A plan whereby you paid the ultimate sacrifice in giving your son through the ungodly deeds that we commit, even though we're not deserving. Your son took upon himself those ungodly deeds and threw them to hell, making us as though we are clean. That mercy is beyond our comprehension, but we know that you have that mercy. 
along with that mercy you have long suffering for us and we are so appreciative of that for we know that we're sinful we know that we do things that don't please you not intending to do so but by default being human we do that Heavenly Father we're thankful for the promise that you have given us that even though we consider things that are not in line with your will even if we do those you can forgive us if we repent of those things and come to you asking for your forgiveness Heavenly Father we know that all of these elements include justice justice is required where there are laws and even though we want to live our own lives the way we want to live them it's our desire that our desire is in line with your desire understanding that justice is the end for everything you have told us that if we obey your will your mercy will be applied to us your mercy will be given uh, freely by its pure obedience from our hearts we are so thankful Heavenly Father that you have promised us that there is a home in the eternal realm where spirits live where we will be eternally when we do your will we also know that that justice requires payment payment in the form of not being with you if we do not do your will Heavenly Father we we beg you to help us to help us to always look to you for answers we ask you for you wisdom that we'll all make always make decisions that will be in harmony with your will decisions that will guarantee our home with you in heaven all of these things we pray in the name of your dear son amen <laughs>